Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. Today, we are continuing our series on relevant topics that our communities and us individually care about. And we are starting this series talking about shalom. On our last episode, we talked about what brokenness and bondage is, how we enter into bondage um, because of sin. Um, and we defined shalom as well, which is the opposite of that, and how God created the world in completeness with rest and peace, and how God is restoring shalom through Jesus, His Son, um, and the the salvation that we have in Jesus, restoring the relationship of humanity, of creation with with our Creator. So today, our, we are excited to continue that discussion on Shalom, and we'll specifically talk about how do we apply this message of Shalom in our communities. So Greg, I'll pass on to you, Greg. How can we apply this message of Shalom, the gospel, what God is doing, into our day-to-day lives, into our communities? Well, it first begins with us, right? Mm-hmm. We need to apply it to us. And it starts with the foundational understanding that we have to look at ourselves and others holistically. We need to see them both as physical and spiritual beings, that you can meet all the physical needs that you want to, but if you don't deal with those deeper spiritual needs, you'll never solve the physical. Mm -hmm. The physical and spiritual person are so connected. When we're sick and we don't feel well in our body, Mm -hmm. it takes a toll on our souls. And when our souls are unwell, it takes a toll on our bodies. Mm -hmm. And shalom requires you to look at both. Mm -hmm. Shalom requires you to think through what does a person all need with. Shalom also requires you to look at is relationship. Right. So the first relationship it requires to look at is where do you stand with God? Because mm-hmm. the greatest thing that was lost when sin entered the world was separation from God, mm-hmm. the Creator. Mankind was designed to be connected to the Creator just as much as the automobile was designed to have an engine right. inside of it. And when God left, it wasn't a muffler that left. It wasn't the starter that left. It was the engine. Mm that left. Mm-hmm. So it requires you look at them relationally there, but also beyond that, when the relationship with God's broken, other relationships get fractured. Right. So what is going on amongst the family, whether it be the immediate family, husband, wife, kids, mm-hmm. whether it be the extended family, mom, dad, cousins, sisters, brothers, and also like where's your relationship with your neighbors, friends, who you hang out with, what's broken there, requires you to look at that as well. Mm-hmm. So I think about a a Christian ministry that wants to do community outreach Mm -hmm. and they want to bless their neighbors. Shalom makes you think beyond how do I give them just a meal to eat? Mm -hmm. How do I help them pay their rent? How do I help them pay their electric bill? Shalom calls you to do that, Mm -hmm. but more. Mm -hmm. And often in our flesh, a lot of our charitable work is to ease our conscience. Right. I, I know that in my own life, I just want to ease my conscience. What's the easiest way to ease the conscience? Write a check. Mm. 
or serve a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. But when you understand shalom, you actually know the deepest need is not a check. And it's not for me to show up a couple times a year putting soup in a bowl. Mm-hmm. It's relationship. Mm-hmm. And that takes more time and a significant greater sacrifice. Amen. So if we're truly going to be ambassadors for Christ to our city, to our state, to our neighbors, we got to begin thinking, how do I actually address the loss of shalom mm-hmm. and deal with broken relationships? Mm-hmm. And if you're a government authority, what does that mean for you? Do we hire enough bureaucrats to become friends with people? Mm-hmm. Well, the government's job is not to become the church. It's not its job, but it does require government to think through how do we make sure our social services are serving people, but not enabling them to stay? Because mm-hmm. what government deals with, because you're dealing with people on the masses, mm-hmm. so you're you're working in formulas. You have to. There's no other way to do it. Right. The little state of Iowa that you and I live in still got 3.2 million people in it. Right. And you think about a state like California that's got 39 million people in mm-hmm. it. You can't deal with people on an individual basis. What does that tell you as a government authority? I got a partner. Mm-hmm. I got a partner with entities that can get messy. So think about what does shalom look like in an individual's life? Mm-hmm. When we look at the person, what are we seeing? Mm-hmm. Well, we are seeing a relationship with Jesus Christ. We're seeing them as a member of a church and contributing to his church body. They have social relationships as a whole they got strong mental health. They got some form of vocation, not a job, but a vocation. Mm-hmm. Something they're pouring their heart and soul into. God designed us to work, right. but a, a, a holistic work. They got physical health. They got an intact family. Mm. And what does it look like in a community then? So how do I know as a government authority, is my city doing well? How do I know as a pastor, a church member, is my city doing well? Mm-hmm. Well, does your city have intact families? Does your city have a good health care system? Does your city have housing? Does it have a healthy criminal justice system? Is your community connected? Do people interact mm-hmm. with one another? Do they have safety and security? Do they have commerce? Do they have good social services? Do they have education? Do they have Christ-centered churches? And what's remarkable, Leo, and we did a study on the counties most in bondage in our state. Mm. They almost all of them had good commerce which was telling us something. We got to look at more than commerce. We think about social services. Are the social services perfect in the United States? No. But the best social services you're going to get in the world. So mm-hmm. what, what's going on? We started looking deeper. The families were the most broken in this county than any other counties. Wow. The church was the least church communities and counties in our state. And the community connectedness because of this brokenness was much smaller. So this is what shalom requires. It doesn't say neglect commerce. It doesn't say neglect social services. It says you need to look at all of them. Mm -hmm. And as ambassadors for Christ, what we're trying to do here, Leo, we want to give people a taste of the kingdom of God. Because we're not bringing shalom to this place, and neither can our government do that. Mm -hmm. But we can give people teaspoons and samples and tastes of it. And if we're going to do that, we have to bring the comprehensiveness Mm -hmm. of the gospel. Mm -hmm. 
the comprehensiveness of what is the kingdom like. Because mm-hmm. the kingdom of God always has been and always will be in perfect shalom. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want people to taste. And they'll want it. Mm-hmm. Just like you go to Costco on a Saturday mm-hmm. and you eat um, those samples. What do those samples make you want to do? Mm-hmm. They make you want to buy the whole thing. right? And that's what we're trying to do, give people good samples that make them want to buy the whole thing. Hmm. That's great, Greg. That's helpful to understand how this message of shalom, which is in the message of the gospel where hope is found, and it's helpful to understand how we can practically engage our communities with that. Um, oftentimes it's hard to see uh, concepts or principles or even the message of the gospel, understand exactly how we can um, engage and communicate um, that um, practically. So, Greg, thank you for sharing that in, as far as individuals and communities, but what is the Church Ambassador Network doing in regards to bringing the message of shalom to our government? One of the first things we, we've done, Leo, is we've been looking for Christian ministries and churches that have done a phenomenal job breaking bondage in their communities. So whether that be a, a Christian school that's providing a Christian education, but holistic care beyond that, where they're working with the families and trying to restore mm-hmm. relationship, mm-hmm. whether that be a, a Christian counseling center providing psychiatrists and mm-hmm. counselors that are dealing with not only the mental health issues, but the greater issues beyond that, using the mental health to bring you in to provide holistic care, okay. or be a preventative foster care ministry that families are showing warning signs that are living in isolation that if things don't change, they will likely end up in the foster system someday and take on those families, providing the wraparound care that only the church mm-hmm. can provide to remove these individuals from social isolation and give them the support that they need, mm-hmm. whether that be hostings or respite or even just physical things like a crib. Mm-hmm. So we're working, or they well as a great organization that's a good example. How do we help work with people and their broken relationships and actually deal with what are the deeper-rooted issues that are preventing you from entering a vocation? Mm-hmm. And what we do is we're looking for, they, they have something that they're addressing, they got some symptom that we see, mm. but then they go to the roots to fix it. They go beyond what the symptom is. And people, every person in this world has got a symptom. Mm-hmm. And what we want to do in the church is get to the root. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is when we know, Leo, is there's tons of these incredible organizations all around the world that God has raised up to bring true solutions to today's issues mm. that are doing it on a micro scale. How do we help elevate them and support them that we can take these practices and replicate them in communities all around the state, country, and world? Mm -hmm. And the second part, what we want to do with that, Leah, is we want to take these same ministries, these leaders, these pastors that God has really spoken to, and we want to connect them with our government leaders. Mm. We want our government leaders to think differently where they're dealing with these issues. So often in government, uh, we, we try to reduce it down to two simple solutions. One solution is we build the economic sector, all boats will rise. Mm-hmm. So we just need strong economics, and which leads to stronger middle class, which leads to stronger communities. Mm-hmm. And that's not completely wrong, 
it's just one piece of it. Mm-hmm. But then we have another school of thought that says we need robust social services. If we have strong social services, we'll build a strong community. Mm-hmm. And that's not completely wrong, but it's missing a large part of it. And what these ministries are able to do is they can tell them why that thinking is limited. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is you'll either build an economic system that doesn't have enough people to work, which mm-hmm. we're seeing that today, or you'll eventually build a social service system that you can never pay for, mm-hmm. which we're seeing today. Mm-hmm. because you did not think about it holistically. Mm. We got to learn to think holistically, and that's what we're challenging our government to do. How do we build better systems within the government that mm-hmm. factor in shalom, that factor in things? How do we make sure a welfare system isn't punishing intact families? How do we make sure a criminal justice system is weighing in mental health and family and others as it's issuing verdicts? How do we challenge our foster care system to think differently as it's forced to separate children mm-hmm. from families? How do we find unique church-state partnerships mm-hmm. to help meet these needs in our community where it doesn't all rest with the Department of Health and Human Services? And that's our biggest ultimate goal in our ministry, the Church Ambassador Network. We want to revolutionize the way the government sees people, mm-hmm. and that's rooted in the gospel. Amen. Amen, Greg. And Greg, one of the components that you mentioned about um, bringing that message and helping communities flourish um, is through the importance of gospel-centered churches. Um, What is the importance of the local church in that um, spectrum of shalom? How important is the church in that process? So the full spectrum we talked about, all of them are important, but they're not all equal. Mm-hmm. We can accomplish this, the best social service, best economics, best ministries there are out there. But the local church is not present. We're going to miss the mark. Right. And what we've been doing is we've been bringing together different denominational leaders and challenging them to plant churches again. Mm-hmm. And not just in the 1040 region of the world as much as we need that. Mm-hmm. But look in your own state and communities and ask yourselves, do we even have a healthy church there? Mm. So a lot of times we planted a church there maybe 100 years ago. Right. But is there a healthy church there? And how many healthy churches are there? Think about a little town that I grew up in of 1,200 people. It had eight churches. It takes multiple different tribes to reach a community. Mm-hmm. And too many of our communities that are in severe bondage maybe have only one or two healthy tribes. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to do this well, we need a vibrant local church that is able to sow the seeds of the gospel and deal with the greatest relational breakdown of them all. Mm-hmm. And that is the loss of relationship with God. And if you don't start there, it is a much steeper hill to restore your marriage. It's a much steeper hill to restore families together and communities if you do not have that. Mm-hmm. And even if you do restore it, there's still a significant void that a husband or wife or a child or a cousin mm-hmm. or a friend cannot fill, that only God can fill. Mm-hmm. All you will find is that you achieved wholeness and you're not whole. Mm. 
We must have strong, vibrant local churches. It deals with the biggest missing link of all. Mm -hmm. And it's what mankind has always needed most of all, Mm -hmm. is a relationship with their creator. And that is the God of the Christian Bible. Mm. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's excellent, Greg. I mean... When we think about the local church, I, it's just a brilliant institution that God has created with such a specific purpose and with so much power. I mean, we are broken vessels that carry a message that can restore our individual lives, can restore families. Even if we think about connectivity in the communities, for example, how much of forgiveness it needs to take place with neighbors, how much of willingness to serve our neighbors and become more uh, others-centered instead of self-centered, how much it would take to, you know, to help provide for family, for work, in all the things as you enter in a relationship with God, God can really restore and allow us to um, grow in all these areas. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for joining us for this episode. We're, we're very excited to continue to talk about specific issues that our communities are facing. And we individually are thinking about, um, and it's really things that are unavoidable. Um, they're just happening. Um, a few that, uh, issues that we'll be talking about are education. Um, it's, a, it's a big topic right now, and we want to understand what is the importance of education for our next generation, for people um, in, in, in our communities, and how God sees that. And also getting to topics such as criminal justice, which is a very challenging task, um, but we want to understand that from the biblical perspective as well, and also life. What is what is uh, the importance of um, understanding the issue of life through the scripture. So there's a lot of things that we want to share. So please join us on next episodes. And thank you for joining us today. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.